Hello, dear star shines. Christina here with Light Body Academy. Welcome to today's lunchtime chats. For those of you who are new, my name is Christina and I'm an acceleration expert. And we are here to talk about those topics and issues that are significant for us new paradigm way showers, star seeds, visionaries, because we have embraced abilities, senses, and other special spiritual gifts that perhaps have not been embraced by our larger um, human family. And therefore, we have very unique perspectives and unique um, ways of seeing the current events of what's going on right now. So I am here to do, to the best of my ability, to share a liberated perspective to these topics and issues. So welcome, 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 everybody. I'm so glad to have you here. All right, so I'm going to pause and give everybody a second to jump on. Let me know you're here. Say hi. Let me know where you're from. Um, it's always nice to see how, um, you know, how spread out our population is. As you guys know, um, you know, I use that term star seed and, and you know, that's not a, um, a concrete definition of anything. It's really just a word to describe a souls that have aware, um, other have chosen different awarenesses. And we are aware of a much, because of that, we're aware of a much bigger picture of what's going on here. Right. And we star seeds are in every walk of life, every culture, every race, every country, we are around the world. We are not just, um, you know, like, you know, uh, Americans, we're not just, we're, we're not just English speakers, we're, we're literally, and we're seated in every single culture and village around the planet. Partially why I like the word star seed, because we're seated. And long ago, I was given um, guidance around um, from my higher self that about at the time, this was um, maybe about 10 years ago, maybe a little less because time is so accelerated, so accelerated these days. I don't know if you guys are having a hard time keeping track of linear time. <laughs> but um, the guidance was is that 20% of the population were star seeds at that time, and about 20% of them were slated to wake up. So um, I had a revisit to that information um, a few years ago, a couple years ago, and that um, amount has bumped up to the new children coming to our planet are 80% star seeds and half of them are, are born awake. So awesome news, I believe, for us, for those of us who are you know, aware of who we are beyond the typical human program. You, see, you know what I mean? <clears throat> all right, so let me say hi to all the awesome star shine showing up here. Let me see what we got. Let's, uh, let's, let me scroll up here. Hello, dear sister Carol from Minnesota and Danielle from Southern Colorado with Andrew. Good to see you. And young trick named Jim. <laughs> I hail from Bishop's Castle area. Oh, so also Southern Colorado. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, Andrew, that is with Michelle. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Interesting handle. Does there, is there a story behind the, the chosen handle? I'm curious young trick named Jim. Um, and then um, hello, dear, dear uh, brother, Tony, uh, brother, sister, Tony. Uh, that's an ambiguous name, so I'm not quite sure. And then Polly, hey girl, um, from NYC. Sheen, good to see you from the Smokies. Beautiful place. I love Appalachia. Uh, and dear, uh, Tony's representing Michigan. And Lisa, hello, dear star shine from Washington. And Susan from Washington. And we have Beverly from Toronto. Okay, so we have a real heavy um, U.S. population here today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. All right, sister, gotcha, gotcha, darling. Thank you for that. 
All right. So there are so many things to talk about. And um, thank you, you guys, for your comments and questions that have been posted. Well, I get sent messages and sometimes they're comments and posts in our social media. Uh, so, for example, if you are in contact with us through Facebook, that is the Rise of the Multidimensional Human Group. Um, everybody who goes into that group um, are people like us. And we don't let just anybody in. You have to answer all the entry questions in order to get in and or have a, a personal contact with our social with our um, social media administrators. So so this is not just, you know, let everybody in, get as many people as possible into a group. This is a group of people who care about the community. We are rise of the multidimensional human. We're here to support each other. So there are posts that get posted to that and comments are made. And, and um, so some of the topics I talk about are from things like that. Then we have Dear Starshines that are part of our Telegram group, which is just multidimensional human. And uh, and there was a really good question posted that I wasn't able to um, you know, type out because it's too much of a mouthful. So I wanted to bring it here. And then we have a dear Starshine from our YouTube um, channel, Life Body Academy, that posed a really great question that I want to talk about. So let me just dive into those questions and I'm going to get to the story of, of the handle here. All right. So uh, the question um, from a dear Starshine on YouTube was, do you think we decided to incarnate? Do you think when we decided to incarnate that we knew that everything was being attacked by the other narrative. It's pretty much what I get from this question. is like, do you think as souls, we knew we were being born into the situation or was it just something that, you know, a roll of the dice kind of thing? That's what I hear in that question. So I want to talk about that because that's actually so, so, so important, especially for these times. All right. And then um, the other thing I want to talk about, um, Dear Sister Sarshine posted and actually I believe it was on a wall actually, um, was talking about... Um, transformation, um, the kinds of work that she particularly does for transformation. And in her case, it was um, she's a fan of plant medicine and diving into the self to get to the layers within to unravel them, you know, layers of the ego driver that are quite literally keeping her consciousness in jail. Like we imprison ourselves with our own belief systems, our own programming. You, you see what I'm saying? There's a point, there's stuff that we've inherited, but then there's things that we actively collude with. So that's the part that she's talking about, the parts where she's actively colluding with layers within herself that are keeping her limited. And um, and it's not like, you know, it's and, and I want to talk about this because this is actually the big piece between being um, considered a, um, a spiritual practice versus a multi stepping into a multi-dimensional practice as in a, a, a stepping onto the path of awakening yourself as a multi-dimensional human. This threshold right here that she's talking about is the big point. So I really want to talk, I really want to go into that deeper with you guys so, so um, you can have a clearer understanding. Because I get, I get asked, what does it mean to be a multi-dimensional human? And just getting to the baseline it's difficult to bring, to have language, to bring a, someone who's not on a deep transformative path to understand the very baseline of being multidimensional human, you know? <laughs> so, so this is like a, a golden opportunity that I'm so grateful has arisen. All right. Then the next question we have, this is from our telegram. And so, uh, so there was a, long, a longer explanation before this, and then she um, boiled it right down to the question. So my question is, in your opinion, is there such a thing as a timeline shift? 
Is it beneficial to shift timelines if it brings with it a sense of cleared energy? I don't know how I feel about timeline shifting um, narrative in general, but I am guessing that part of me is consenting to the experience and belief in it. If I if I've had this experience, so um, so therefore, if she's had it, there's some part of her including with it. Um, she wants my thoughts on that. Yes, this is believe it or not, all these three topics tie in together, which is this question right here is what made me realize that this whole thing weaves together very gracefully. So I want to dive into these pieces with you. But first, let's find out why young trick named Jim is young tip trip named Jim. <laughs> I'm tripping over my words. All right, dear sister. All right. So the story is that Danielle showed me that I can change my YouTube name to something other than my real name and that and that this name popped into my head. I think it is a line from an old family guide episode. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, gosh, family guy. That was a long time ago. Is that, is that show still going? All right. Then we have, um, hope you're staying as free as you can, Bev. I recently found out that, that Trudeau is Fidel Castro's son. So I'm not surprised he's doing what he's doing. Oh, okay. There's a lot of assumptions made with that one that the apple doesn't fall far, far from the tree, but two, the programming. Okay. Yeah. There's lots of layers in there. I've seen those pictures where they could, where they compare Castro with, um, with um what's his face uh, t-man beverly says ha 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 <laughs> all right um claudia greetings welcome welcome dear um tony says yes my question was did we know the narrative would be hijacked when we chose to come back yes thank you thank you for that all right um lol yep, 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 yep. okay the rest of it's just conversation between those two cool 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 hello so schooling good to see you just jumping in wholeness and much love to all of you guys. Much love to you all. All right. Yes, it's always important to spend a moment to give loving, warm thoughts to our community. Um, it really does uh, shift the collective. We are um, sensitive people and we don't have a lot of barriers put up to the world and to the unknown. So we um, that contributes to our sensitivity. Yeah. So definitely Thank you for reminding us all to take that moment to give blessings to everybody here. Um, okay, so um, young trick named Jim is chiming in with one more thing, and then I'll get going on the direction I want to go. All right, um, Trudeau's mom and dad were known swingers and constantly went to Cuba to hang out. Wow, there's even pictures of Castro holding Trudeau as a baby alongside of him. Oh, that's a trip. Yeah, how do swingers deal with that? Wow. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Thank you for that. Um, okay, so let's get to, oh, oh, yeah. So, you know, these topics that we talk about, this is kind of like fun stuff because it's really, really fun in order for us to, you know, that we can talk on the level that we're talking about these issues, right? It actually is something that when you're meeting, when you're really ready to be looking at these perspectives or you're ripe you're seated, you know, to receive these perspectives, these talks can be really super fun um, and refreshing, right? Because uh, we're talking at, at the level that we're talking at. Um, but for those of you that are here because you want to, you know, um, learn more about the academy and, and learn more about the process that we do, you know, you're really serious about your um, your your personal multidimensional journey back to self, I encourage you guys to check out our programs on our website because um, that's how you can actually dive in 
and do the deep work, do the accelerated work. And we have a, um, a really cool program coming up called Dragon Play. It's three Fridays in, Mar in May and three Fridays in June. And this is where um, this is where you get to play with dragon frequency frequencies and, and multidimensionals on your path of waking up to your multidimensional self, everybody comes across meeting dragon frequencies. Uh, and so it's, it's, it's an intrinsic part of the creation of our reality, um, that consciousness. And there's nesting dolls of those consciousness. So, so when you're waking up to your multidimensional self, um, having contact with um, an integration with dragon consciousness is a part of that process. Um, and that is because at the highest creator level, dragons are tasked with the responsibility of forgetting everything we need to forget in order to experience separation. So we quite literally have to forget some part of ourselves in order to incarnate, in order for that part of quantum to separate from us and incarnate. And this is why all of our incarnational experiences from a certain perspective are happening all at once. While from another perspective, we feel like we're having one at a time because that part that's having that one of the out of a time had to forget all this other stuff up here in order to have that experience. Okay. And this is, and uh, so we're excited to be able to bring this to you guys because, you know, Stacy's a really great tracker and really wonderful um, teacher and guide and uh and this is a, just an, yet another way to accelerate the shedding of blind spots the shedding of um of blind spots of who we truly are so not just intuitive perceptions but actually connecting with the truth of who we are on a deeper deeper level and in a more integrated level deeper deeper in the body right okay so speaking of that nesting dolls so going to that question about do we incarnate knowing that the narratives are hijacked the answer to this is yes and no right so the part of us that gets hijacked by the narratives doesn't know but the part of us that is you know more up here of who we are is fully aware okay <laughs> and this is this is why i'm describing our consciousness as nesting dolls of experiences because not all of us is aware of the big picture, yet there's part of us that we can find ourselves journey back to, reconnect with, integrate with. There's a part of us that can reintegrate with these aspects that know the bigger picture and the bigger game. You, you see what I mean? So, so uh, we keep secrets even from ourselves. Mm -hmm. And this is why it is impossible to know everything about you. Your ego driver cannot know. Your ego driver is cultivated, trained over many generations to perceive things in a certain way. Okay. Humans have been trained generation after generation after generation to instill imprisoning thought forms and belief systems to our consciousness. And then when we're born into this world, there's certain parts of that maybe we'll reject, but there's also parts of that we're going to embrace. Okay. And that means we start colluding with the very energy belief systems, indoctrination, whatever you want to call this, we start colluding with our own prison system of, of our consciousness. We hold on to it, we build entire identities on it, right? 
So this is why we, it's impossible to know everything about yourself. It's impossible. But what you can do is that you can train your ego driver and train the rest of your being to be able to be present with something in the unknown, to be present with the unknown, right? Um, and you guys know how deep this programming that I'm talking about goes because think about it. How many times have you had a situation arise that you really care about and you can't, you can't, you don't have any sense, future sense of it. And you're confused about making the decision or whatever. And you're like doing, you're doing all the divination tools that you know how, <laughs> or you're asking your, your best psychic intuitive friends to look into it for you because you have the sense, right? It's because the ego driver wants to have a sense of what's going on. The ego driver is can't is freaked out by the idea of the unknown so much so where it even on a subconscious level will hold on to the demons we know because we're terrified of the demons we might not know right so there's this you know this push pull this conflict that's happening between our conscious mind and our subconscious mind our ego driver and our spirit okay and the that's the whole point of the training is to create a being that is conflicted inside Therefore, all of our bandwidth goes towards entertaining the conflict, being on one side or the other of the conflict versus doing embracing our true birthright, which is the ability to dream this world into being, our ability to have a voice to the outer nesting dolls of creation that manifest here now in our world, okay? Now, we have been trained to give this over to, to another being. Some might call them God or goddess. Um, some might, you, you know, some there's, there's lots of different names we can give these beings. But the fact is, it all begins and ends with you. Even no matter your belief system, no matter your conditioning, you know, this is and this is something that has really um, messed humanity up in a lot of ways, because there are so many amazing, beautiful star shines that I know that are so dedicated that that are good, loving, compassionate people, but they're not happy. Right. In their life they're you know, maybe maybe the scarcity program is running. Maybe they just can't seem to get ahead. Maybe they can't seem to get a relationship where they feel honored. They can't seem to, you know, have the um the career path that really feeds their soul right and there's this idea that if we do good if we trust if we trust if we only just trust and and make that leap of faith we will be rewarded you guys slow it down i know there's a reaction happening here slow it down think about this how many of you have a belief in your mind or in your being somewhere that if you are fully pure and dedicated and willing to trust all the way that you will get rewarded for your efforts? Who believes that? Who feels like that is actually a thought form that's in their awareness when they are struggling with something or making a decision? Okay. This is huge. This, this has a lot to do with shifting consciousness and, love and, and energy as well. And the thing is, is that I know so many, like I said, I know so many amazing, dedicated people that are really having a hard time. And when it comes to letting go, their main reason for not letting go is because they can't trust or they don't trust. Okay. 
And, uh, and the reason why I'm talking about this, because this has come up a few times, but it really broke through the collective conscious um, just yesterday, the day before. Um, and, and this is in the sense of, you know, instead of trusting, instead of forcing yourself to take that leap of faith, instead of telling that part of yourself that you're wrong for doubting, you're wrong for this, why not turn around and look at that, that part of yourself and ask that part of you why they doubt. What's the payoff? Why? What's the scary thing? What's, what is it? And this will take focus and discipline to do because there's part of you that doesn't want to know. There's a part of you that doesn't want to be seen. There's a part of you that you yourself don't like, right? But it's worth doing. Because once you understand that part of you that you're making wrong, that you're saying, shut up, I want to make this leap of faith because if I do good, I'm going to get rewarded, right? Because that's a belief. Um, if you can just turn back and really understand that part of you, or at the very least, give love and compassion deeply to that part of you, there will be no need to blindly trust. Because when you are congruently, when you are congruent about wanting something, when you are congruent about an, a purpose or a path, it unfolds through synchronicity. Synchronicity is a wonderful feedback loop that we have from the universe that tells us both our yes for something and it shows us our no for something. Right. So when you become congruent, congruent within yourself, as in you can bring love and compassion to the part of you that is in that no, that really wants to hold on to that limit, that belief or whatever. You're, it's it's going to be a conflict and you're going to have synchronicities that, that conflict each other. You're going to have your energy inertia will get going, but then you're going to have hiccups in the giddy up <laughs> because of that subconscious or conscious no that's in the background. So anytime you're telling yourself, I just got to trust, I just got to trust, I'm asking you to reframe that up and instead call forward on that part of you that is scared, that part of you that doesn't want to make that leap of faith. Instead of squashing it and telling it's wrong and blanking it over with this other kind of belief, do, do, do this and see what happens. Because once we become super, super congruent about something, the synchronicity is grace beyond miracle, right? Beyond miracles start happening. And, you know, and I can contest, um, contest to this in my own life. There are so many things where it was super struggle, super struggle. And I kept making myself wrong in the sense of telling that voice in the back of my head to shut up. I am dedicated. I'm, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. You know, my service this way, my service that way. And, uh, and, and disasters would happen because I was using all that my service and dedication to ignore the part of you, the part of me that was saying no. Okay. That part of me that was saying no wanted and needed my attention. And therefore the hiccups and the giddy ups, you know, the, the synchronicities were showing that to me. Okay. So you inside of you is, is so powerful. It's so powerful. The more integrated you are within your body, because you quite literally manifest things with a single thought. If you're fully congruent with it on all these nesting doll layers of who you are, it'll happen immediately. 
All right, dear sister soul schooling says, oh, wait a minute, let me go back, 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 back. Hi, Shanu, good to see you. Uh-huh, all right, no reward, dot, 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 that's Polly. Um, thank you, uh, this is soul schooling. Thank you for this, Christina. Only my sinks from the universe has kept me going as not many could understand why I have never needed to blindly trust. Yes, thank you, girlfriend. Thank you for that. Yes, yes, yes. You're, yeah. See, this, and, and, and it's no one's fault, really. You really, the, this belief, this piece that I'm talking about, is nobody's fault. You know, it's a program that has been handed down. All of our, all of the wisdom teachings on this planet have been infiltrated. You know, and this is why those plat, those spiritual plateaus happen. You don't make the leap because because the belief system is there, and there's no uh, map to go beyond the belief. And this is where becoming multidimensional comes in because in the past, you know, you would have to have a master to give you a transmission in order to transcend into the next nesting doll of knowing who you are. Okay. So we have all these nesting dolls that are us. There's the individual who we think we are, but then there's our emotional field of who we are. There's our sub subconscious field of who we are. There's the mental field. There's the physical field, the energetic field. You know, we have all those nesting dolls just with this bio suit, but then we have all these collective nesting dolls that are influencing our behavior that are influencing um, our thought forms even, you know, on a subconscious subliminal level and these collective fields are numerous there's many 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 collectives like this and then the collective even goes beyond the human thought form realm and goes into these other levels this is where you start getting into some mythical creatures start coming into your awareness um far beyond i mean well there's elementals of course but then there's also the, the dragons and fairies and devas and unicorns and you know what i mean then we have star star beings you know it's just the nesting dolls just keep going outward 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 so in the old paradigm, you would have to be working with a master that had the ability, the connection to give you a transmission for you to, to um, have the energetic um, connection to pull yourself to the next nesting doll to get to know who you are in yet another level. That's the old paradigm. And what I'm saying in the new paradigm, it is not like that anymore. The veils are so lifted that we ourselves all have the ability to pull us out of those nesting dolls, those nesting dolls of belief systems and inherited thought forms and collectives and all that stuff that keep us limited to who we are, that keep us blinded to who we really are. We all have that capability now. Okay. And I'll, I'll tell you, the, I'll, I'll tell you the big, the big one that we use in the academy. Um, but, but first, I want to tie this into uh, when you're on your journey of unraveling your blind spots and who you think you are, which also can translate to unraveling your inhibitions, right? Inhibitions that keep you locked in certain viewpoints, keep you locked in certain patterns of behavior and quality of life and stuff like this. Um, there's a point in time. See, once you get a taste of the power of that transformation, it's almost addictive and you just want to keep doing it more because you feel so empowered by it. You want to do it more and more and more. I know that that's how it was for me. Right. So um, and I know many people, especially some you know, people who their field is transformational coaching and stuff like this that also have that thirst for it. So if you have um, if you're able a lot of transformational coaching 
um, uh, trends right now, I don't know if you guys know this, there's a huge embrace of psychedelics, um, plant medicine, but also other forms of um, psychedelics. So there's the indigenous ceremonial use, but then there's also, um, you know, another kind of use of psychedelics that are made like microdosing and stuff like this. And, uh, and what, what they're doing outside looking in as a multidimensional is that they're using plant medicine to create a, a map of understanding within the person so they can open up to the next nesting doll layer of who they are. Okay. Now, um, and when you do this in a ceremonial context, it's, it's, you know, it's a really big, um, it's, it's especially accentuated because of the, because of the nesting dolls created by the medicine person that is holding that space and other beings that were called to hold that space. Um, dear sister Polly, um, also talks about, um, therapeutic use of ketamine. Yes, I've heard of this and actually I've done it once at a clinic in, um, because I, a dear friend that I, I anyway, so someone um, did it and I noticed a huge shift in her and she told me what it was. I was like, oh, that is very interesting. And then I also um, was at the table in a conversation where one of the psychi psychologists um, that work at the center facilitates online ketamine sessions. So he kind of gave his little um, take on on how that's worked, how that works in the therapeutic world. And so anyway, so I tried it and it does, it activates deep dormant aspects, areas of the brain. Okay. It, it does. It totally does. Um, in my case, um, of course, there was a lot of uh, demonic stuff to clean out. right? So it's still, there's still, you know, shadow work involved, but it's, you know, it's, I mean, if you can work your, do your shadow work, it's actually, um, it's really beneficial to be using stuff like that. If you don't know how to do your shadow work, you're only going to get so far with treatments like this. Okay. So, so, uh, so that's an important thing to keep in mind. It really all has to do with the person doing it. It's not just, Oh, this is the magic pill for opening up this way. And this is the magic pill for opening up that way. No, 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 no. It has everything to do with the person taking the pill, their state of being and how, or, or injection or, you know, whatever the medicine, what, however they're taking the medicine. Okay, so let me get back. Let me get back, back, back. I got off. I got off. So we use these mind-altering uh, substances to bust us out of these ego driver jails that we have, these limiting ideas of who we think we are, these these in in um, the, the ways in which we're inhibited to loving, the ways where we're inhibited to receive love, uh, to do you know all all the ways in which we're inhibited and perhaps not being our own authentic self, right? Now, this gets addictive, as I said, and where the multidimensional piece comes in is that, all right, so you get turned on by that ability to transform yourself in that way by using those, those different bridges. And you dive in over and over and over again. When it really touches something in your soul and your spirit, and you dive in over and over again, and it's intense, 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 intense. Okay. So one thing is there's there's massive intensity that's associated with these pieces often. All right. The um, the other thing I want to point out with this is that it takes a lot of emotional. It, it's very helpful because it takes a lot of emotional um, uh, energy to move things out. 
Okay, so it's very helpful in that way because now you can start learning how not to be afraid of your emotions and allow them to move freely without capturing them with thought forms of, of why it's so or beliefs or blame or anything like this. So in this way, that sort of medicine can be very, very helpful. But at the same time, it, it takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of energy, it takes a big effort. And often time and money, right? Because you need to have the ceremony, you're, you're with the substances, you, you know, you're, you're doing all these same kinds of things. Um, and I want to say that you can stay in that mode of working with yourself for lifetimes, for lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. That is how vast we all are, okay? That is how vast we all are. So what keeps us going, perhaps, when we're on that kind of journey is that we think that, you know, things will be better when this, things will be better when I shed that, things will be better when I shed this. And this is true. It will. Your life transforms. That's why you do it. That's why you want it. <laughs> right? That's why you want it. Because <laughs> you want more love. You want more freedom. You want all these things. But there is a point in time. And this is the big piece here for multidimensionals, guys. There's a point in time where you will wake up to one of those nesting levels, nesting doll layers of yourself and see, sense, know deep inside just how vast this unraveling can be. It is quite literally a journey that can never end. It's a journey that never ends. You see? And that can be something that knocks the wind out of your sails. It could be daunting to realize, oh my gosh, am I that fucked up, right? <laughs> am I that messed up? No, you're that vast, okay? And once you reach that realization inside of yourself, okay, once you reach that realization of just how vast you are and how you can be doing this unraveling process forever and still have more work to do, you are on the precipice of waking up to another nesting doll layer of you where everything becomes so highly accelerated, your shedding, your growth, all this becomes so highly accelerated. You're, and it has to be this intense point here. It has to be a bit of this crisis of faith because only then are most people willing to let go of the belief systems and programs that they have embraced all these years that have got them to this point in their growth. Okay. You understand what I mean? At that, at that threshold, that is where people see the importance, the, the significance of letting go of their currently held belief systems, sacred spiritual journey stuff, where they're willing to let go of deeply held truths in exchange for the unknown. Okay. I, it, this is a huge I hope this is landing because this is this is huge. This is the big point where your transformational journey, your spiritual journey is no longer a spiritual journey. It's a multidimensional one. Okay. Because then you wake up and realize that every night that you go into dream time, it's an opportunity to exponentially unravel those layers, those hindrances, those inhibitions exponentially unravel them without 
the intensity of plant medicine without the big the big process of ceremony without the therapist without the the actual medicine you become your awareness your consciousness becomes the medicine okay so yes, you need, need to know how to deal with emotional stuff and, and not be afraid of emotions and feel them all the way. Yes, you definitely need to know how to deal with shadow work when it shows up because it still shows up from time to time. Yes, you absolutely still need to be dedicated to your journey, but it's completely different than what it was. It's completely different. You're waking up to who you are as a multidimensional being, a being that is quite literally creating this world moment to moment. So this is the big aha moment. And this is why we do what we do <laughs> at Light Body, because after you've had that aha moment, it's a completely different ballgame. And we tape it, we accelerate it even further by doing the work in groups doing dream work specifically, particularly in groups. So what happens is that as we use dream, dream time to address the layers, the, the parts of us that are attached to certain layers in that, in that identity of who we think we are, and then by doing that in groups, we're actually creating a map for our consciousness to transcend a nesting doll of our reality. Okay? through group dreaming, each of us addressing specifically aspects of our dream, unraveling the hooks and drags that keep us locked into an identity, we are quite literally creating a map beyond that 4D field, beyond the identities of who we think we are. And doing this exponentially accelerates your practice your personal practice, your healing practice, your skills, everything gets highly accelerated at that point because you're no longer hindered by those belief systems that infiltrated our planet a long, long time ago. Okay. I mean, default belief systems, they go deep. They go so deep. I mean, for example, you're an infinite being. You have no beginning, no end. No God made you. Whew. That's a deep one. <laughs> Don't take my word for it, though. Wait till that actually arises, because uh, it does. It will arise. You're doing your pro you're doing your process. You're dedicated. You're you're doing. You know, you can't not do this work. Multidimensionals can't not do this work. It's it's a part of the fabric of who we are. It's it's ingrained. It's integrated. You know, so it's not that we're spiritual at, at noon on our, when our, um, you know, lunchtime yoga class, and then we go back to the mundane world. No, we're fully integrated. Everything, our perceptions of how things are when we're, when we're deep in our altered states and how things are in a waking world, they are the same. They don't change. The value system is the same. We understand things on a completely different level. And those hooks and drags of that programming no longer have the weight that they used to have. And when we, I'm using dream time as the perfect vehicle for doing that because we dream things that are specific to us on a deep subconscious level. <laughs> okay, so we can go right for the, the right for the the juicy point by going into the dreams, tracking into those dreams like this. Because as soon as we unravel the emotional hook and drag that's in the dream, it's like energy gets released, level of consciousness all of a sudden wakes up. Level of consciousness wakes up because you are the medicine. 
your awareness. Once this outer nesting doll, multidimensional nesting doll gets activated is and is a living frequency within you, you simply looking at something, having awareness of something is the very force that transforms it. Mm -hmm. All right. There's a bunch of comments here. Let me go back and, and check in what folks are saying. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. There's a few things. Okay, so dear sister Lisa, oh wow, last week I said I discovered a vein of fear was holding me back. The root cause that surfaced was the world didn't feel safe to me. Therefore, I experienced fear. Bring, uh, bring my vision forward. Yes, right, right, right. Yes, so that deeply, exactly, thank you, that deeply seated belief kept, you know, uh, created that. Now, as soon as that unravels, from you, it's no longer alive inside of here, then that belief isn't given, isn't a feedback loop for you anymore. You're not, you, you know, things, the outside changes. Well, it seems like the outside changes, but really what happens, we just changed, <laughs> right? Because we see things how we are, not how they actually are. Awesome. Thank you for that. Um, all right. Um, young trick named Jim says, I just started psychedelic treatment through a prescription medication. It has gone great so far. Yes, it's an amazing tool. It is, it is a really cool tool. Uh, but do know that, you know, that will take, and it does accelerate things, especially when it, learning, you know, learning how to deal with shadow work stuff. But there's, it, that takes you so far. There's a place in time where you don't want, you don't need the intensity anymore. You don't, um, you, it's like that, like I said, there's a piece, something wakes up inside of you where you recognize the bigger picture of who you are. And that, that um, doesn't, that work doesn't become as interesting. That's the only way I can describe it. All right. Um, oh, it is, it is. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, so I decided, so after that ketamine session, I'm going to share this a little bit. I um, did, it took me into some really deep, deep, deep um, rabbit holes within myself. And um, in trauma, PTSD actually did did unravel, like this, the energy of it unravel through, through some of my system. And uh, I also recognized the need for help that um, it took me really, really deep. And I'm pretty good at going into the unknown and, and feeling into that sort of thing. But I, I reached a place where I was like, oh, I, I need help. I need an outside looking in because this, you know, this is hitting a blind spot that um, was so deeply anchored. You know, there was no way um, I can tell. There was just no way I was going to get past it on my own. And, and this is the, you know, the other benefit of working with other people, especially in groups, when you have multiple people multiple perspectives looking at an issue or looking at a piece, then you yourself can, you have assistance by their perceptions and the space they hold to see past your own blind spot. And th th this is why, you know, group dreaming is such a powerful thing. You can completely transcend your blind spots when you're working with multiple people with dream time. Dreaming is quite literally creating a map back to yourself beyond belief systems, beyond spiritual practices, beyond any kind of teachings. It's, it's a map that everybody has access to. Everybody has the capacity. It's just, do they, do they exercise that ability? You know? All right. Um, dear sister Marisa, um, Lisa Marie says, my vision is, was an old, old sacred dream. Aha. Uh -huh. Is the world safe for me to bring my lost sacredness into the light? Sort of. Yeah, so 
yeah, let me speak to that for a second because a lot of us have this piece and that is we, I mean, we can tell we're really accelerated in our awareness and, 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 you know, in, in our consciousness, reintegrating within ourselves on our multidimensional journey, all this stuff. And then we reach this place where we're maybe at a pause so a collective energy a collective consciousness the necessary collective nesting dolls come online to be in harmony for us to keep going further okay that that's a huge piece that we run into quite often and uh and this is something that um done by yourself is not so easy but done with a group you can actually call the people who are holders or the originators of that collective field and uh, and work with them and their subconscious front you know in their multi-dimensional level subconscious they actually start unlocking these larger collectives that have yet to catch up with where we are you know that's happening more and more and more so um, it practice, you know, it's a good practice for us with acceptance, with kindness, with compassion for ourselves, but also the collective whole, remembering that it's a we game, you know, it's a we. And the I, we can do it ourselves, but we have to completely unplug from a collective field, all collective fields. This is why we have the yogis that live up in the mountains and, you know, they, they, they're hermits that live in solitary and they have these amazing multidimensional abilities and stuff like this, but they can do this because they're not in the collective. They're completely wild. Okay. They're completely wild. And, and this, this, uh, and, that's what's necessary in a lot of ways they're holding a collective they're holding a consciousness for us the us way showers that are living in the everyday world so we go so far so the collective can catch up or the necessary nesting dolls of collective consciousness unlock and then we can go further um, but there's lots of directions to go right just because we've gone so far as an unraveling doesn't mean we're stopped in our creating. We still create the life we want. We still we, we're still responsible for creating our own health. We're still responsible for these pieces. It's just we don't have that hang up of if I do, if when I heal this, when I unravel this, then I'll have that. You know, we've completely transcended that game. You know, we are here making the life we want and we're on a journey back to ourselves on a multi-dimensional level you know so there's nothing holding us back from taking complete responsibility for our lives and our creations because it's not dependent on our healing and our integration right we, we've already embraced those abilities and and now it's more of our service we're, we're doing a our our service as far as our very existence on this planet is a benefit to all living beings on this planet okay I hope that makes sense the way I'm saying it. All right. One simply cannot just know. One cannot simply just know how powerful one is at a multidimensional um, level until one begins to experience the opening process. The process continues to be more and more fascinating. Exactly. Yes, because this is a wisdom that can be known but not told. That's why it has to be experienced. You have to have it your, yourself or else it's just lip service. It's just an anecdote that you resonate with the truth, but it's not actually the living truth inside your body, right? 
our dear um, sister wholeness integration mastery says the journey that never ends realization for me was so exciting i think because i'm an explorer at heart and i had this feeling like i could explore forever <laughs> very joyful thought for me yes 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 that's that's awesome to hear yeah because you're you're awake to these levels totally totally um and, you know, and this is, that was some of the guidance is that, you know, there's a lot of people, a lot of um, um, subsequent gener generations from mine that have come in awake already. So now it's just a matter of finding the doorway. <laughs> you know, all they need, they don't need to like, you know, do all the work to get to the doorway and then open the doorway and then do all the work about the energy in the doorway. And then just so they can get to cross, cross the threshold into the doorway. And then once they're through, then they still have to do work. No, 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 no. That level of consciousness is done. They're, they're just, they just, you know, have the thought, the curiosity, and instantly the doorway appears and you can open it and you're so excited to jump through. <laughs> you see, it's a totally different experience. It told, it's outside of the shadow. It's beyond that shadow piece. And actually, I've started working at levels where I realized that the shadow work is that never ending game because it's anchored in on a certain level in, um, in our blueprint. And it doesn't have to be there. These veils are lifting so quickly, so quickly, more and more and more. I have the sense that the the actual mechanism that anchors shadow as a mechanism within our being, even that is about to fall away for many of us. So, uh, well, just a little added thing there. All right, dear sister says, um, I've had a period where I felt nihilistic because I had not yet realized how important joy and fulfillment are to the process. For me, there has to be that aspect of excitement and joyfulness. Yes, absolutely. 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 So how or where does one get that information for that for the med assistance? Uh, well, you need to you need to befriend a tracker. You need to. Yeah. I mean, you can work with a tracker like me. You can work with, um, you know, people who who do this kind of work. I, I do know some really potent shamanic trackers that do combine their gifts with um, assisting people um, with psychedelics. I know that that's an industry that's getting bigger and bigger. Um, and I can see, I, I totally can see the relevance in it because people, you know, they need to wake up and sometimes, well, not sometimes, but, you know, we don't have time for people to have their 40 year cathartic. <laughs> cathartic path back to themselves so they can start, you know, it takes 40 years to clear out your lineage stuff. And then in order for you to live the true life that you want, you know, we don't have time for that in a sense. And, and there's no need for that. The reason why it took that much time in the past, because of all those veils, those densities were in place, but now they're not right. So, um, so let's see, uh, I can, I can recommend people for you. Um, if you want, um, if you PM me, I can give you an email of um, a couple of people that I have in my mind that are um, really great trackers and can assist with that work. Um, and, you know, and I can do that too. That's part of the unraveling work that I do. Um, if it gets awakened inside, you know, actually, even when it's not awakened inside, but see, here's the thing, working on a multidimensional level really accelerates that whole thing. So you don't necessarily need the, need those psychedelics. Instead, you work with the subtleties within dream time. Um, but until you're there, really potent unraveling processes. Um, our dear sister, um, Stacy Hernandez, that's in our group also uh, would be, can unravel things for you around that too. She's really good tracker. Um, so I, I actually, I, she's the one that I go to, to have things 
work done. <laughs> you know, she's kind of, she's my peep in that way. Well, she's a peep in so many ways. She's a total soul sister, but uh, yeah, anyway, that's who I go to. So you find someone that you trust and that you feel um, comfortable working with and, and you just, you know, include them in your process. That's pretty much what that looks like. All right, timeline shifting. Let me get, so I, I kind of answered that question, but not directly. So let me get back to that about belief systems and timeline shifting. So time, our, our physical body has a time body to it. And that is within its 4D field. 4D, that fourth dimension, that canopy that I, I used to draw all the time in the multidimensional activations, um, that is thoughts, feelings, emotions, it's collective fields, but it's also the perception, the, um, the experience of linear time. So because you are in a human body on this planet, some level of you said yes to working with time, to working within linear time. Okay. Now also some, because you have had multiple journeys, multiple incarnational experiences on this planet, other planets, many different kinds of bio suits, many different levels of consciousness, because you've chosen that journey, you have an Akasha, you have a, a record of that journey. And that is another form of time, right? Because it keeps records. It, it records things, which means things that happen stay present. They don't just happen and they're gone. <laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> but when these upper levels, that's really how it goes. It's, it happens and it's gone. But this is so the Akasha allows that that fragmentation journey, that fragmentation journey to be be more interesting because it's it's a map to wake up. But it's also a a um, a holder of 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 energy patterns for us to continually explore. This is why if you make a vow or a promise in this life somewhere or you know on this planet in another time frame another life or even off this planet if you make some sort of really deep um vow or promise that vow or promise is still active in your subconscious and your manifestation levels today okay and then you track it back unravel it undo it whatever the wording is for you you know some people you know everybody has different techniques that they embrace that they like and then all of a sudden, all the patterns that that particular vow and promise were holding in place in your life are gone, right? So we are having these fragmentation experiences because we're choosing them. We're saying yes. We've not only said yes, but we've enlisted an, a dragon to hold on to all that we have to forget in order to have, to have this experience. So <clears throat> have fun with it. I mean, take dear sister um, wholeness integration. Um, Danielle, <laughs> take your sister's Danielle advice, it, you know, joy and fulfillment is a major part of the process. Really, that's what makes it fun. That's what makes it, you know, light. So it's not a big deal. And then, you know, finding out a belief system that you've deeply invested years and decades of your life into finding out that it's a lie is not a shock or a trauma experience. It's a liberating one. Okay, this is this is all part of that process. If you stay within that frequency or, you know, stay within those, those values, that's a better way of saying it, you know, have those values alive and well in your life, then you're going to choose accordingly and, uh, and not get trapped in to these certain levels of belief systems that, that perpetuate our own suffering, our own cutting off. 
even glorify our own cutting off. I mean, there are deep leap systems in mystery schools, um, especially mystery schools in uh, Rome and, and some in France and Egypt, is that um, life means suffering, and that suffering is something that is noble. Suffering in a life gives you a sense of nobility in the next life, right? You can see, you guys recognize that. That's, that's a really big deal. And it's true until it's not. That's my favorite saying. It is until it isn't. That's how it is for a multidimensional. Something is so until a shift happens and now it's not. That easy. No grieving necessary. No, <laughs> no push-pull. Have I been lied to my whole life? Why did I buy into this lie? None of that even, none of that's relevant. All of it was perfect. It led me to this moment where I can now have another shift. Okay. Big deal. Guys, this is big stuff. It seems simple, but it's really big stuff. It's liberating. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who are devout to their spiritual practice that are that might listen to this and be highly upset with what I'm talking about. But, you know, that's why I'm talking about it. So we can, so this can be out there for people. This, this captured teachings, those times are over. Those times ended when the Shoemaker-Levy comet crashed into Jupiter. So on a, on a lot of the um, ancient teachings, Jupiter is our occult belief system, our spiritual expansion. It's the, it's the holder of the map for our awakening, for awakening a God man. Okay. So that got hijacked as we know, and it got infiltrated in lots of ways. And all these mystery schools um, were awakening people up to a certain point. They were installing hierarchies. They were installing, uh, you know, vows that kept a person locked down for many lifetimes that, you know, there was all sorts of shenanigans going on with that, with those schools, because Jupiter, the actual field of Jupiter got hijacked. So when the shoemaker Levy came and, and crashed into Jupiter, it was like, it was a massive megaton explosion. And I always mess those numbers up, but if I remember correctly, if you the 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 um, the quantification was, and this is research done by Barbara Hanclaw, by the way, which you can totally look into. Um, she cites the papers from NASA and other scientists that that closely tracked what Shoemaker Levy was doing. And uh, the quantification was if if you took all of the nuclear weapons on this planet, times at times five hundred, that was the level of blast the Shoemaker-Levy comet had on the surface of Jupiter, okay? It forever changed the face of Jupiter, which means it created a crack within a huge crack and potentially even a big hole in the control systems of our spirit, of our mystery schools and spiritual um, maps to waking up to ourselves. That got cracked open, which means all those teachings were no are no longer owned by any lineage, all of those teachings are free, free source code for all who have the eyes to see and the heart to listen. All that have that yes inside or who are looking for that information. You, you starseeds, this is why that happens. So you guys have it available to you right here, right now. So everything I'm talking about in these chats is open source code. I'm not claiming to own any of this stuff. I'm, I'm conveying ideas and thoughts to you guys and experiences, and it's going to trigger what it triggers. And it's yours. It's totally yours.
So all of the previously um, captured teachings are loosening up and, and they're coming out. More and more lineages are embracing strangers. More and more lineages are opening up and offering transmissions to people that are not in their mystery school. Okay. Um, so this is great news. This is really great news for us all. Um, <clears throat> so I guess to wrap up, I want to say that these are exciting, exciting times. And as we reclaim our focus, reclaim what is important for us to pay attention to, right? When we reclaim our dream time, when we reclaim our ability to dream the world into being, this is humanity putting their grown up pants on and stepping into the larger galactic society okay because the galactic society is a massive interdimensional existence okay if you don't know what i mean watch that movie Ju jupiter ascending now the particular reality that's in that one is what our dear brother george kavaslis will say empire right and what I'm saying is that there is empires, interdimensional system, but there's also wild. There's 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 lots of independent, um, more wild, uh, free societies that exist beyond empire. Empires held together with AI. These other societies, these other levels, ways of existing on a galactic plane is Mother Nature, so to speak. All right. I think the timeline shifts serve the purpose for me to release the aspects of linear experience, like loosen me up a little bit to openness and shifting in general. Thank you for the insight. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's really empowering to realize, to watch a timeline completely dissolve because of something you did. <laughs> you know, it's like, whoa, I have that power. I can totally, I can totally, yeah, I can totally have uh empowerment over what timeline i'm on regardless of the collective right um all right all right that's right loosen that shit <laughs> i say that because it shifted my perception entirely into more relaxed perspective <laughs> absolutely yes that's the key right a more relaxed perspective very good yes because when we are get triggered into having defend keep safe you know all, the, all those those other programs going on then energy is leaking into that and we by engaging in it we're feeding it you know so uh it's beautiful stuff all right well thank you thank you thank you guys so much for being a part of this conversation i really enjoy talking on these levels like i said before um i want you guys to um uh, so if you are interested in diving into your multidimensional journey in a deeper level, I encourage you guys to check out that dragon play uh, training that's going on with Stacy. Um, she's in light body uh, and she's been a facilitator for several years here. And, uh, you know, this is an opportunity to not only track into interdimensional frequencies um, offered to us through dragon consciousness, but it's also an ability or an opportunity to accelerate your abilities big time because you're working with groups of people tracking into this stuff. We learn from each other on a subconscious level when we're tracking together. It's almost like 
Um, if you are familiar with those gifts that that superhero rogue has, where she can absorb a, a, a superhero's power for a period of time. Not that we're sucking energy off of each other. No, 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 no. It's through resonance. You is how some how many people the styles of how they see and how they track quite quite literally um, the resonance of that gets recorded within your subconscious and then if it's something that your own system wants to use it'll start growing in that direction it'll start growing in that capacity so it's a really really potent way to um, advance your abilities as well as you know reclaim the power of your dream dreaming this world into being so um, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's it for me for now. Mwah. Love you guys. We shall see you next time. Bye-bye.